collapsed near Grayson Drive in Santon. Two people died and more than 20 others were injured following the incident. For more on this, we on the line to experts in construction law uh, associates at NDC Ndlovu and Sidumedi attorneys Tobani Nyanda. A very good afternoon to you and thank you very much for speaking to us. When speaking to the city of Johannesburg earlier on, a question I asked is with regards to medical expenses, who's footing that bill at the moment? And the executive director of transport was very quick to say, well, that is purely the responsibility of Murray and Roberts as a contractor. Is it that simple? Because I would imagine that uh, a construction contract in itself is a very fluid and dynamic process, and therefore uh, it alters the scope of the work as it changes and if disruptions occur uh, you know things also change uh, good afternoon to you Tepiso, and uh, thank you very much for having me on the show let me first start by explaining that until such time as the flash out reports that need to be done in terms of statute and which also would need to be done in terms of the construction health and safety plans that um, um, concerned with this particular construction project. It is very difficult to uh, come out strongly against Murray and Roberts um, as the constructor, uh, the contractor that is working on the project, or the employer which owns the project, because we are unable to speak uh, at this point about how much negligence there was in any construction Mm. management that they needed to be in terms of the regulations of law. So I would say that to the extent that any uh, uh, medical expenses that need to be covered are then covered by Marianne Roberts would at this stage be uh, an act of uh, good conscience or grace on their part to the extent that they do not uh, readily uh, owe a duty to pay medical expenses to the extent that they'd have to do it now. But as and when um, uh, 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 reports come out and some sort of liability can be attracted to the accrued to them, then of course all those who have suffered any loss would be able to claim from the, the the employer who owns the project. But, of course, he would also go against uh, Murray and Roberts, who are the constructors. Okay. I want us to talk about that. It's early days yet. There obviously are various uh, investigations that are underway, but the Johannesburg Development Agency, I understand, is uh, the project manager. The contractor is Murray and Roberts. But in terms of prescription knowledge of the root cause of a defect, if it is th- deemed as such... Is the law clear on on where that lies? Oh, yes, the law is clear. Um, To the extent that there would be, as I I said before, to the extent that there would have been any negligence, uh, for this we'd have to consider the the bylaws that need to be adhered to, the construction regulations uh, promulgated in terms of the Occupational Health and Safety Act, for instance, if you look at Regulation 11, it speaks to uh, the reasonable and practical steps that must be taken by a contractor that is constructing works to make sure that any uncontrolled collapse of existing structures or structures that are temporary whilst you are constructing are not put up in a manner that will be rendered unsafe, uh, that everything else that you do, you do in a safe manner so that there can never be an argument that accrues to say the works were not done in a workmanlike uh, manner, that uh, there was failure to comply with laws and regulations, and that either the contractor or the subcontractors working on the project did not comply with the the mandatory safety levels that they needed to comply with. Mm. In an instance where that is found, the law is clear that you can go against uh, the the employer and whatever limitation of liability clauses that they are, or 
uh, clauses that relate to indemnity would work against uh, between the contractor and the employer or the owner of the project. So if I were one of those motorists who was driving in my car yesterday and I happened to have suffered some damage, whether it's to property or to my person, and either I'm rendered uh, disabled or even suffering serious psychological effects from that, who would I pursue in terms of... Uh, should I take any legal action? Is it the city? Is it the contractor? Who do I go after? I'm not going to say that you'd have to consult me as your lawyer, <laughs> but you certainly have a, a, you do have a right. Your right to claim would accrue against the employer, the owner of the project. To the extent that the contractor is an interested and affected party, you would then, in instituting those legal proceedings, also involve them as an interested and affected party. I repeat again that whatever limitations that there are, exclusions um, uh, relating to liability and indemnification, they would apply inter se those two parties. So, as you say, the owner of the project is touted to be the JDA and uh, the contract as Murray and Roberts. Hmm. Whatever clauses that there are that relate to indemnification as well as uh, exclusions of liability for certain things, they apply against those two parties. But in most instances, um, both those uh, parties would have agreed that either one of them takes insurance for public liability okay. and a person like yourself would then be covered in those instances. Just two quick questions because we are running out of time. Very briefly, would it qualify yes. under the Road Accident Fund? And lastly, just in terms of reputational damage or even expectations when one goes uh, for one of the big five contractors, I think sometimes the assumption is uh, we're buying into the reputation, therefore the risk factor is so much lower. Would mm. you agree with that? Yeah. Uh, I'll deal with the road accident fund questions, uh, question first. Um, I've had a look at the RAF Act and unfortunately it just misses the the boat to the extent that uh, what needs to be demonstrated is that you were injured while driving a motor vehicle and uh, you were involved in an accident that involved another motor vehicle, Um, whether the person driving or the owner is the person you can go after uh, when it becomes uh, apparent on the facts. On the second question in respect of uh, whether or not there is some reputational uh, 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 repercussions or damage that accrues with an incident of this sort. You know, in, in most instances, it is normally believed uh, by those in the construction industry as well as normal lay people that any fault, any accident uh, of this nature would uh, occur in an instance where the construction project or the site is handled by a small contractor. Now, what this demonstrates is that Unfortunately, if and when you do not have the, you may have the mechanisms in place to take care of uh, 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 difficult situations, but if they are not properly complied with, of course we don't know the facts, um, an accident may occur uh, and, and it, it may be detrimental to one's uh, uh, reputation as a well-known construction company. So your size does not really matter as would have uh, been thought. Thank you so much for speaking to us and unpacking uh, some of those legal